Welcome to the Alive Lauren Podcast. This is the place of celebrating juicy, soulful living. Once a week on a Monday, we celebrate businesses that have people and planet as part of their DNA. And the rest of the week, always aiming at about 10-minute bursts of inspiration, sharing, upliftment. And today we continue with day 27 of a blog series celebrating mindful living that I wrote a number of years ago when doing a cleanse, a day fast actually, which turned into seven weeks, originally 40 days. So today is day 27 of 49, day episode 117 will give you context if it's your first time here. Otherwise, let us continue together, day 27 of 49. Take time to rest, an epiphany at a cellular level. The theme for day 27, take time to rest. When my soul sister sent through the new theme, it was a wonderful reassurance to being in flow with this journey. For the last few days, I've experienced a tide of exhaustion come in around 7 p.m. I found myself focusing on getting house chores done and dusted as quickly as possible so I could get my feet up and rest. Financial genius wake-up call. I attended an introductory workshop session today for a 10-week Awaken Your Financial Genius program. The event was hosted by Barry Mitchell and ran from 9 till 2. There was a wealth of financial education with the opportunity to experience two educational financial videos featuring Robert Kiyosaki as well as play the cash flow game and learn more about the 10-week program. Move to Tears I had a deeply moving and profound experience that reached its heights during the second video. As this video started, I could feel the emotion stirring. My eyes started tearing up and soon the tears were streaming and I needed to take deep breaths as I could feel an ache from the pit of my stomach, which seemed to be the source of all the emotions coming through. I listened to parts of Robert's story on the first video from the time he was nine years old and raised his hand in fourth grade asking his teacher when he would start learning about money only to be met with a reply that he was at school to learn to get a job and best he direct his question to his teacher's boss, Robert's dad. Robert's dad was the head of education for Hawaii and a Stanford PhD graduate. When When Robert did ask his dad when he would start learning about money, his dad said never, as the government did not allow that to be taught. He said as an employee, he didn't need to know about money. But if Robert wanted to learn about getting rich, he best speak to his friend's dad, who was an entrepreneur and who, and would be very, and sorry, he best speak to his friend's dad, who was an entrepreneur and who would be a very rich man one day. As an entrepreneur, Robert's dad said he would need to know about money. The videos also spoke of the lack of financial education and the moral and even spiritual crisis of the growing gap between the wealthy and everyone else. I learned what an impact Dr. R. Buckminster Fuller had on Robert's life. Robert said his life changed when he met this man. 
known as a futurist and the planet's friendly genius. Fuller was noted for the American popularization of the geodesic dome, and although not the original inventor, he did receive a U.S. patent in 1954. In 1967, Robert hitchhiked all the way from New York City to go see the dome in Montreal's World's Fair and described it as a mind-blowing experience. He never thought he would meet this great genius. You never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. Buckminster Fuller. In 1981, Robert met Dr. Fuller at the Future of Business Seminar, a five-day event. He asked Robert what his life's purpose and mission were. Robert immediately responded, to get rich. That's not the right answer, Robert. That's a waste of a good mind. Why don't you do something to change the world? I'm not here to work for me. I'm here to work for everybody else. Robert describes it as a cathartic, he described it as a cathartic event to realize how greedy he was. He studied with Buckminster Fuller for three years. Robert asked himself the same question Dr. Fuller used to ask of himself over and over again. What difference can I make? I'm just a little guy. Sorry, just to qualify that, Robert described it cathartic to realize how greedy he was personally. And Robert's mission then to champion financial literacy was ignited. Then the second video continued the theme of this mission to uplift and empower through financial education. I learned how the cash flow game had in fact launched the year before the Rich Dad Poor Dad book. How publishers didn't want to take the book on. How could they publish a book that was saying things like, your home is not an asset? I learned that Robert had self-published and there were layers of stories that led to his being the only self-published book on the New York Times bestseller. I learned of the invitation to appear on the Oprah show and how Robert credited this exposure to the global explosion of his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, to international bestseller status with translation in over 40 languages, and I learned of the birthing of a new program, one also aimed to financially educate through a 10-week program where attendees come together weekly for three hours and in that time rewire their brains in terms of financial thinking and knowledge through videos, lessons, reading, playing the cash flow game, sharing and integrating. So why was I bawling? I wanted to understand my intense physical and emotional response. I could identify two layers. Layer one, I have a dream. One had to do with a personal dream to empower youth with tangible life skills, including potent financial literacy training that would empower them to live their most engaging, fulfilling, and inspiring lives possible. A dream born out of my personal frustration of journeying through an educational system that I felt did not equip me optimally for life. Layer two, connecting the dots. The second layer had to do with something that I experienced in my body for the very first time. I was connected to a perspective, and it was connected to a perspective I had a handle on theoretically, 
but not ever experienced in my heart, in the core of my being, a perspective of deeply trusting the journey, the process, having faith that the dots will connect. Ah. Often, when I've heard other people's living their purpose success stories, where it's far enough along for the twists and turns along their path to make sense, where the perfection of their choreography is breathtakingly revealed, there's a part of me that has this gripe with God. Why is it possible for them to live their purpose? I've been asking for the longest time to show me where you want me. So I can optimally serve and add value in this life journey, contribute meaningfully while also feeling personally fulfilled and being able to support myself and my loved ones. Just like these people. Why does their story add up while mine looks like a chaotic mumbo-jumbo of random events and wrong choices? Today, something different happened. When I sat with the tears, the deep heaves of resonance, and held a gentle, inquiring curiosity as to what was going on here for me, this layer surfaced. This time, instead of why not me, there was a vicarious joy and elation for Robert's journey, a celebration of witnessing the mesmerizing connecting of the dots in the choreography of Robert's life story. Accompanied this time by a strong cellular experience that given voice would have said, when your story one day gets told, the exhilaration and bliss of acknowledging the astounding design within your journey will be just as you experienced here today in the honoring of Robert's story and every other story that you felt this for before. This was a wholehearted peace, surrender, and grace. I beg your pardon, there was a wholehearted peace, surrender, and grace. A deep sense of this being true whenever it happened, be it in this lifetime or beyond. What's for dinner? I'm ravenous. After a full day of the financial workshop and an afternoon sound meditation, it was six o'clock before I knew it. I was craving a kawaii smoothie and one of their savory dishes as a treat takeaway that I could enjoy at the place I was house-sitting. The Rosebank branch came to mind as the nicest one um, I know of, and it was en route. But going there would mean trying to find a parking within the underground maze that is Rosebank Mall parking. My I'm-in-control-and-I-know-best mind wanted to scrap the idea completely, precisely because of the parking issue. But another part of me absolutely felt that's what I wanted. So I surrendered to trusting and chose to try a parking entrance, which was an easy navigation to Kauai. As I drove in and rounded the bend, a guy was about to reverse, leaving a parking bay right by the escalators, the most perfect bay for this takeaway mission. Thank you. I smiled and let out a grateful sigh. (sighs) I so valued the reminder and physical experience of what is possible when I trust those internal nudges, honor and go with them. 
and lean into believing the details will be taken care of. Thank you, Day 27. Gratitude changes everything. Oh, and we are slightly over our two-minute mark, fine folks. But wow, that was really delicious and I don't, it was just so great, it's amazing just to have written this blog and to take me back to experiences and precious moments that had I not written about them, I wouldn't have a way to reconnect to them. And that really is beautiful, just that whole, that transition to experience an absolute joy in someone else's dots connecting, knowing faithfully, like on a deep cellular level, that equally, like for all of us in our own time, our dots do majestically and magnificently connect. Wow. So on this glorious, magical note, I leave and love you fine folks. And yeah, may you live with the trust and faith that there is a glorious choreography in all of our lives and to know and trust that everything is exactly as it could be. And just came across an absolutely glorious quote that ties into all of this, that live life as if everything is rigged in your favor. And a woman who replied on the string of comments said that her brother lives with no matter what happens, he always says, wow, it could not have worked out any better. And he does it for everything. Served him well, she says. So sending awesome wishes for glorious rest of the day until we meet again. Mwah.